Chapter 5 Fire A Bookshop in Soho, 2019 It's hard to look directly at a fire, directly at the sun. It burns too brightly, damages our retinas, leaves us scarred in the wake. It's better to be indirect. Look only at sunrise or sunset, keep your sunglasses on. Poke a pin through a box, keep your eyes on the shadows instead. You are facing the wall of the cave. Don't turn around, don't look at the fire, it's not quite yet time. Keep your eye on the shadows, let's play a guessing game. What do you think is behind you? What do you think you'll find? Aziraphel lights another candle. A cream-coloured taper. He sets it in the window. When he steps back, breathing in the smell of warmth, of wax and firelick, he sets his coat to rights. Pulls the sleeves down, brushes invisible dust from the curve of his front. It's tradition, candle lighting. I wasn't going to this year, not after everything. I don't know what you still see when you walk in here. I don't know if you still check for smoke, if you wake up in a world sometimes where nothing was set back. I didn't want to alarm you. I never want to alarm you. I'll be careful, my dear, I swear. Fire goes back with us. We're old friends, we're old enemies. There's no world for us without fire, without a hearth to build a home around. Come here, we whisper, budging over on our seats and making room. We can share the fire. It's warm. You and I, thrown out into a cold and dark stretch of space, given our little lanterns and little torches to light the way. Aziraphale lights candles in the bookshop for the same reason they have always been lit. To light the way, to call the wanderers home. Come in, come in before you get cold. A knock sounds on the door. Aziraphale frowns. It's Crowley. You've never knocked a day in your life, Aziraphale says, furrowing a brow. Does it look like I have hands? Crowley asks. Well, his voice does. The rest of him is buried under a pine tree. Six feet tall, evenly rounded and perfectly shaped. All I see are hands, my dear. Shut up. Help me bring this rot in. You could miracle it. Crowley pauses and leans over. A very arched eyebrow and the glint of sunglasses appear from the side of the tree. That's just not how you do it, Angel, this stuff. Of course, Aziraphale thinks, biting back a smile. Crowley is, as Aziraphale knows, secretly a soft touch for the holidays. For doing it right, for doing it the human way. The tree is tall, and Crowley tilts it to bring it in. Aziraphale guides the start. Six feet, just enough to nudge Aziraphale out from under the mistletoe, before Crowley sets foot in the bookshop. Don't think I don't notice. They lean it against a wall, breathing in the sharp scent of pine and sap. Freshly cut wood. Winter, too. Crowley's eyes flicker over to the candles. Aziraphale holds his breath. 
Is that all right? He finally asks. I can put them out if you prefer. He watches Crowley's body language carefully. He cannot ask directly. Not yet. Not quite. Look at the curve of the slither spine, pressed into the wall. Look at the shove of hands into pockets, the set of the shovel jaw, the shoulders set to a shrug. Look at the shadows, not at the fire. Keep going, see what you find. Crowley looks over at him, licks his lips. Something passes over his face. What is it? Aziraphale cannot tell. Perhaps it was only a shadow. Yeah, they're all right. I miracle them. Only the wicks can catch. It's good, Angel, Crowley says, looking away. We're good. There's color in his face. It cannot be from the cold. It hadn't been there a moment ago. You want to help me set this bugger up? Oh, yes. What do we need first? A stand, I suppose. Nah. Crowley laughs, pushing off from the wall, turning around to face Aziraphale and the lit candles, too. First, we need wine. I've lit candles for you. Set them in every window. Turn around and look. Take a good look and know the truth. I've lit them so you'll find your way home. <laughs>